welcome to Dental Appointment, a podcast by two dental students aiming to give you an insight into the world of dentistry. We will be discussing all things dental related, from dental applications to life as a dental student. We will also provide you with an insight into our own experiences, as well as talking to other members of the profession about a range of different topics to get their views and learn about the different opportunities after dental school. My name is Ryan. And I'm Becky. And this is Dental Appointment. Welcome back. Following the recent news of extension to the Scottish Dental School programmes, we thought it would be a good idea to do a little bonus episode on how this has impacted Scottish dental students. So we are joined by Brona and Paula, both are final year dental students at the University of Aberdeen. Hi guys, thanks for joining us today. Hi, thanks for having us on. Hello, thank you for having us on. Yeah, thank you both for agreeing to take part in this episode. So Obviously, everybody's been impacted by COVID and I don't think there's been anybody that's managed to escape the effects of it and somehow. How has COVID impacted your studies? Yeah, it has impacted us a lot because we're doing an extra half a year of studying for a starter. Um, so that was news that we some of us have kind of thought, well, a lot of us have thought, that could happen but try to like have hope that it won't um but we've recently obviously had the news that we will be uh, repeating uh, six months extra um and other um dental schools in Scotland and other years will be repeating a whole year um so that's been a huge impact because that's obviously something we haven't prepared for we were so close to finishing forever so just to suddenly get that news and we start having plans for what's going to happen after we leave and organizing things post dental school and then suddenly being told you're staying on was a really big news yeah I think it's impacting our studies in the way that we can't have the vital practice that we need so we can't have the face-to-face teaching we can't see patients obviously working in the mouth and with covid um it's just it was just a big no for a long time until all this new um, procedures were approved and the PPE is approved. Um, so yeah, it was a big waiting game from the start. Um, and obviously, we didn't expect it to be this long. And it's obviously been long enough that it's actually impacted our duration of the course. And that's been a big blow to everyone. Um, I think we we all understand it and we all uh, agree with with the extension. And I think it will, um, you know, make us better dentists in the long run. But I think just having that finished line so close and to have it pulled away um has been really soul destroying really but I think um we're now coming to terms with it we've done our grieving and we're just ready to get on and and crack on yeah definitely I think just being so close and getting it torn away is the hardest bit but like Bruna said we we kind of all come to terms with it now um but yeah just the biggest challenge in our course is we have to have that human contact that we have to see patients we can't really go forward without it um which makes sense for us obviously to stay back a few more months to get as much of that as possible yeah i agree it has been tough you know becky and i are in the same position a couple years below you guys um but we have to have an extra year added on which i think like you guys say we we completely understand and agree with the reasons why um, but it is a bit kind of disheartening when in your head you're kind of planning things and all of a sudden that needs to be put on hold because you need to push all your plans back. 
it is a tough decision that has been made by the people that are above us and it's been totally disheartening to hear especially with us being like postgraduate as well like we are already putting our life on hold to an extent um but that was a choice that we kind of I guess made going into it um doing those extra years to become a dentist but I think we've all got a pretty good outlook on the situation now like you're saying like sort of grieved about what's happened um but yeah we're all gonna sort of get to our end goal that is being a dentist at the end of the day so that's kind of how our studies have all been impacted by those announcements what has it been like for you guys training during covid and kind of how does that compare to normal times at dental school um, so we obviously last year in March 2020 that's when we had the news that we were breaking off and um, we just got back in October 2020 um, and yeah it was a different picture um, going in I think just the the whole building um, was a lot quieter we were in just as our year originally so it was just us it was very quiet it seemed a bit like a ghost town as usually it's it's hustle and bustle and everyone's chatting and there's a bit of camaraderie around the place but um it's it was yeah it was different and I think down on clinic it was even worse it was the the added stress of of being a dental student and being uh, you know doing dentistry was then heightened by all these extra procedures all this new stuff and um, this new PPE um getting used to all of that um having to screen your patients for COVID before they come in having to communicate through a mask um it just there's so much to adapt and it, it was it was quite a hard time the first I'd say the first month um was really difficult I found yeah I would totally agree um I think it's just trying to adapt to all the new changes. Obviously, we're in final year now, so we've gone through so many years just doing the normal and then suddenly having to, you know, do the extra steps, screening patients and so on, like Bruna said, has just made it Mm -hmm. that little bit more stressful. And we've kind of had our own routine, like what we do when every patient comes in and so on. So just having to change that routine is always difficult when you're used to something. So that's probably been um, the most difficult for me personally. We've not really seen that side of things like clinics because we haven't seen patients yet. We've just returned for like clinical skills and things like that. But even so, the way that it's sort of impacted us is that we're like our year has been split in half. So I haven't seen the other um, group of my year for like a whole year, which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a hundred percent been a huge thing, um, because we're quite similar. And to at the beginning, now we, um, are switched a few groups, but still, you're not really having that contact in the hallways and mm-hmm. at lunchtime. You're not seeing people. You're encouraged to kind of leave the building as soon as possible to not hang around. Staggered times to come in, so you've always used to get that chat. Or oh, in in the change room, you're talking to someone. You're meeting someone in the corridor, having lunch with one person one day, next day someone else, and now you're coming in. You have to sit two meters apart. You know, you mm-hmm. lose that contact. And as humans, we all like being together and like speaking to people and it's it's unnatural you know you're you're used to just going about your life as normal and suddenly you just have to try and keep that distance and be mindful of everything and everyone's kind of on edge as well I feel because 
everyone's trying mm-hmm. to fold the rules and do the best they can but um it is definitely difficult yeah definitely yeah, I would agree with you there. Um, having been back in the building very sparsely over the past few months, you, even when you do go in, you can pick up on that sense of everybody's almost on edge with the rules and making sure that we're all following everything and doing things by the book and how they need to be done, which is completely understandable mm-hmm. and I totally agree with all that. But it does kind of take away that social side of dental school. Yeah. Where, like you say, talking to everybody and mixing as not even within your year group but with all the other year groups you know beforehand when we could all mix together and socialize and now that's kind of been pulled out beneath us yeah that's definitely true that's a huge impact yeah yeah so to follow on from that how have you guys sort of coped with all the changes that have been made in the dental school um I would say not very well <laughs> I think this has probably been a really it's been a really difficult time I think it's been a di- really difficult time in everyone's life um I think the enjoyment has really been zapped out of the dental school um I just remember that first week we were back in January um especially when we didn't know what was going to happen with the course I I was I could just describe it as there was just something thick in the air and it was just filled with anxiety and it was horrible and I think there is although now we know our path and what's going to happen and we're a bit clearer about the future and it's looking a bit brighter I think there is still that kind of um there is just something in the air that's that it's just it's no one's really having a fantastic time um and I think coping is just you know as much as you can do talking to people and obviously you can't really meet anyone at the moment and now I know that restrictions are easing slightly but um you know you still can't have go out and de-stress and go out and have a dance or you know go around to a friend's house and have have dinner um so yeah I think I think for me a, a lot of the things that I use for coping with stress have been taken away from me so um and I'm sure mm-hmm. a lot of people and, and you guys will be in a similar position so I think it's been re- it's been really challenging and it'll come out a bit stronger hopefully yeah absolutely I totally agree with you there and I think a lot of people listening as well will relate because everybody no matter what kind of capacity that they're in has gone through COVID and that kind of sense of anxiety and not knowing it's it's the unknown isn't it that kind of just makes you feel a bit on edge and not that comfortable and then I think when like you say all those coping mechanisms and socializing that you do have to be taken away kind of fuels that doesn't it yeah I definitely agree that it's it's been really difficult but it's one of those things that you just have to cope with you just have to get on with there's no not really any other option so just trying to stay positive and kind of look at the bigger picture that hopefully one day we'll get back to some kind of normality again and um, this will all be worth it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think like you said, we kind of have, um, we've got the answer now of what our future is kind of looking like in regards to whether we had to have some extra time and things like that. It was all a bit of speculation at one point, but I think, well, I can speak for myself. I feel a lot, well, slightly relieved with the news that we've been given um sort of more sort of a stable outlook on what's to come yeah I definitely agree probably the worst thing about the news is waiting for the news like just knowing Mm -hmm. that there's news coming but not knowing Mm -hmm. exactly what it is um is horrible and I personally like to plan and 
just have my life kind of planned out as much as I can. So just not knowing what's going to happen was really making me anxious. So it feels like a weight lifted off the shoulder. Whatever news it is, it's still yeah good to just know where you stand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's that goes back to the feeling of the unknown. You know, you you feel like you're in in water and you don't know where to go um, with things because you just don't know what's going to happen. And I think as well, it's been so unpredictable that just when you think something's going a certain way, it turns around, you do a complete 180 and you're back somewhere else. Yes, definitely. Paula, you mentioned there about kind of things going back to normal. Do you see things going back to normal soon? Or do you think there's things that might stay in the future? Personally, um, I was hopeful at points, but recently I've just kind of, I'm just kind of trying to keep um, an open mind and not be, get too excited basically and be prepared for anything to happen because as we all know, things change so quickly, so much. Mm -hmm. And I think trying to prepare for, oh, it is going to go back to normal. Um, Yes, 100%. It's it's going to be too difficult if it doesn't. So I'm just trying to keep it, taking it day by day, seeing how it goes and not having too high expectations. But personally, um, you were asking if I think it's going to go back to normal uh, anytime soon. I don't think it's going to be normal, normal for a long time. Uh, I think restrictions such as social distancing and masks uh, will stay for a longer longer amount of time than we think mm-hmm. um but again we're all gonna have to get on with it and just um do what we can do mm-hmm. and try and kind of adapt to the situation and you know I've, I've been trying to just do different things than maybe I usually would um to occupy myself to relax to get the anxiety out of the way maybe before I'd go for a coffee with a friend now I'll go on a FaceTime you know get a wee drink and chat over that so there is ways we can obviously um adapt but it is is harder and what about dentistry as a whole do you think the changes that have been made in dentistry will sort of stay around too yeah i think that it has had a huge impact on dentistry and um obviously i'm just speaking from from opinion here like i'm not i don't want to message from the chief dental officer telling me that I'm wrong but um I can see the stealth masks the big the big heavy duty masks we have to wear staying um in the profession which kind of does break my heart because I find them really inconvenient when I'm trying to talk to a patient um and communicate I find it really really difficult especially if it's an elder patient that's hard of hard of hearing Mm -hmm. um I think it's really limiting and it could probably break that rapport you have with a patient you can't really build it up as quickly as normal um so I think that the level of PPE especially the masks may have a longer a longer stay for sure yeah I would agree I don't think um the masks are going to shift anytime soon or the higher levels of PPE I think they're here to stay for a very long time Uh, but I think generally COVID's impacted dentistry a huge amount because we were only seeing emergencies from almost a year everywhere so that's had a huge knock-on effect on patients and not getting checkups not getting their usual dental treatment things that could have maybe been teeth that could have been saved before are now getting extracted and things like that so 
I think there's a lot of catching up to do, which is going to take a while for a dentist. And again, we're still not back to normal. We're half fallow time, more expensive PPE and everything. If that's not going to shift, then we're not going to move much, much more forward. So um, I think it will be more difficult. And I can see dentistry maybe going a bit more private where dentists will spend the money on the extra precautions and PPE. Patients will then spend the money on that and get their teeth fixed um, and I think dentistry, NHS dentistry is going to uh, look a little bit more different um, personally but again we'll, we'll see what happens. And all of these changes like the PPE that you've mentioned and fallow time and different hand pieces and things like that these are all things that like well we've all been trained on um, sort of during this time as well which is probably something well we didn't none of us probably expected this. Yeah, that's true. And yeah, and going back to as well what Bruna said about building report with all the new PPE, that's really difficult as well because for so many years we've been working without these heavy precautions. And when you, especially if you have an anxious patient in front of you, getting that contact, having them being able to see your face's expression and you being able to see their face, how, how they're reacting to what you're saying, I think is a huge benefit, yeah? Whereas now you can see patients sitting while you're doing the um, history with their masks on. You don't know what they're doing underneath. If, you know, they're going to tear up, they're smiling. It's harder to build that contact, have that. And as medical professions, we are... Yeah. We want to look after those people, care for them. So it's difficult to kind of build that relationship, make them trust you, build that rapport. So I think that's going to be a huge challenge and a difference as well. We are, we're all going to have to adapt to, especially as new professions, we're going out to to new practices that we've not been to before. Mm -hmm. So for us, all the patients are new. So we're trying to build new relationships with these patients. So definitely a challenge. Yeah, so Paula, you mentioned about going into practice following graduation and those listening might be aware that you need to do a vocational training year um, to work in the NHS. So how has this been impacted by COVID? So well, usually we would, we would graduate and we'd have a couple of months off and then we'd go straight into our vocational training year um, where we would then do a year of training and we'd have a dentist supporting us and mentoring us through that year. Um, so we can build our skills further and get used to working out in practice. Um, but now, currently, um, we obviously our courses have been extended. The current VTs are now having to do a full other year in their positions currently. So we are going to graduate in December time. So our VT won't start until August 2022. Um, so we'll have about, I don't know, nine months of not being in a VT position. So the plan is at the moment is for us to do what we call an, an assistant dentist position. So that will be similar to VT. Um, we'll be working as dentists, but we'll be working under another dentist. Um, so hopefully we'll have someone of similar status to a VT trainer helping us and supporting us until we can then start our VT. So we're kind of looking at it as a kind of extended VT, but we don't actually start until the start date in August. And how do you guys feel about that? 
Um, I personally feel it's better than repeating a whole year at the dental school. It gets us out there quicker and for a lot of people concern would be like money and so on. So it gets us working quicker, getting a wage um, out in the big world where we're all really want to be and we're all thriving to be. So um, I'm personally um, really glad that's happening and uh, we've got told that the assistant dental jobs will uh, have someone that's going to support us and help us through it we're not just going to get chucked in the deep end and go and do what you want kind of thing so it will be just basically an extended VT year. I think we're we're in a very unique situation as final year Aberdeen students um, I think we're fortunate that we don't have to do a whole year extra um, given that other dental schools in Scotland are having to do another year so we are very grateful that we have been given the opportunity to start working life um, a little bit sooner Um, I think we're all really thankful for that being slightly older as postgraduate students um, I think it's been a really good option for us to go for Um, I think going back obviously we don't want to rush into working life um, if we're not prepared but we have had a lot of experience so far and we've been lucky in the fact that we have had you know almost four years before um of experience before covid um came along so we do feel that we can reach that end goal um given the time and graduate slightly earlier and go into an assistant job you say it well there that you don't want to rush and i think that's what i've taken from our announcement about doing the additional year as well and kind of, although I would want to graduate when I was planning on graduating and when we were meant to be, I wouldn't want to enter the profession not feeling fully confident in, in where I should be at that point. So I completely agree with the decision to get us up to that level. And I think it's great that you guys are managing, hopefully, to get to that point a little bit sooner. Yeah, definitely. I think I yeah. think this extra time has been a bit of a blow for everyone um but I'm the way I'm looking at it is maybe an extra four five six seven you know eight nine ten twelve months at dental school would be so much more valuable than that time out in real practice in the real world um I think the learning experience you get in the dental school is really valuable for your foundation um as being the best dentist you can be um and I think looking at say comparing three months in dental school to three months out in practice and already having worked as a dental therapist um out in practice comparing those two I think you do learn a whole lot and you can learn off experiences from everyone that you're studying with and I think it is it's really valuable and just to make the most of your time at dental school and take everything you can from it. Yeah I definitely would agree um, because obviously we all wanted to finish on time but we all want to finish being competent and being happy where we are we are so this is um something that we didn't expect um obviously because who would have predicted covid <laughs> but it is something that uh, we all understand has to be done and although taking the news is hard we all know it's not just for fun <laughs> it's actually has a reasoning behind it absolutely yeah so we've kind of talked a lot about how COVID has impacted us and our studies. Do you have any idea of how it might impact the next generation coming into dentistry and even those that are maybe at the end of their career? I think it's going to have a quite a profound effect on uh, the dental 
world and workforce um I think firstly having there's going to be two years of no new dentists so that's including 2021 there's going to be no new graduates in Scotland and um this coming year um they're not taking from what I understand I know they're not taking any new students on which is really devastating um and I think so obviously the workforce will be less and also with maybe dentists at the end of their career and having all these extra precautions um I know that my dad's kind of um thinking about retirement and I think it's becoming more appealing now knowing that there's all this extra faff um with um covid but obviously now I'm having to do a little bit extra I think it's getting further away retirement for him because he's gonna have to fund me through a little bit more but um I think there's gonna be a lot of dentists retiring um because of this maybe taking early retirement um possibly I'm not too sure but um I think that will have a big impact on the workforce and also patients have not been able to access routine dental care for quite a while now so almost up to a year um that's dentistry not being back to full capacity so there'll be a huge amount of work to get done and with the lack of workforce I think we'll be looking at a possible um you know bad scenario yeah it's maybe a bad kind of combination I think it'll be it will be fine I think there's a lot of dentists still working I think there's still a lot in the workforce we don't know we can't predict all these things but it's just a it's just a kind of like foresight like oh like well maybe maybe this maybe that yeah I totally agree with everything that Bruna said and going in going back to new people coming into uh, the profession I think it's affected them in many ways as well my brother he's at the end of his high school career at the moment and even looking at him it's such a harder situation to be in to decide what you want to do he's not even getting to go and do some work experience nothing like that he's not sitting his exams it's it's a hard decision to be in and then decide what you want to do as a career without getting that chance to kind of go out and explore the options more um being able to sit your exams and things it's all experiences even if those cohorts get into university in a year or two they've never sat in a real exam that's going to all be a shock for them and going back to the interviews that were for the dental school this year they were all online as well so it was all video calls rather than in real person interviews and things so I think it's had a big impact on everything uh, but again it's just all about adaptation and kind of trying to cope with it all and getting used to the new normal-ish for now. I agree. I think I think young kids have had it really hard. I think they've probably been the worst hit in terms of like stage they are in their life. Um, but going back to the dental workforce and how it will be affected, I really hope that coming out of this and if there is a huge amount of work to be done and there's a big lack of dentists, um, I hope that they start utilising dental hygienists and therapists more. And as I know Paula and Becky, you guys are dental hygienists therapists, you go through all this training and you come out and you're a hygienist and there's no therapy to be had, no fillings, no nothing. So I would really, really like to see dental hygiene therapists being utilised to their full capacity because I think they could have a huge role in helping out in this potential dental crisis that we may face. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree with that. And there's been so many articles on that topic as well, which really highlights how dental therapists and dental hygienists can be utilised in sort of backlog of um, treatment and patients. And it sort of streamlines that patient care um, and ensures that patients are having the access to that care as well. 
sort of going back to how it's affecting those that are entering the profession like myself and Ryan were involved with sort of assisting helping students with their applications into dentistry and I don't know if you would agree with this Ryan but a lot of them do seem so stressed about lack of work experience and um, whether they'll even have a chance of getting into dentistry and it's it's quite it's quite sad to see really um and I've had I've had people say oh I might just leave it until next year um which I mean it's it is a shame to sort of see that they're having to put their life on hold for potentially a year yeah I agree with you Becky there um the next generation of aspiring dentists as well have missed out on on a lot of kind of experience in terms of work experience and things like that and the Dental Schools Council has released information about alternative ways that applying students can gain insight into the profession Mm -hmm. through other means Mm -hmm. outside of in-person work experience. And I think, you know, we've talked a couple of times about dental schools not taking in cohorts. Um, But I think overall that cohort that would have been this year has been pushed back so so they will be able to start at some point. It's just maybe deferred a little later, which, as Brona says, will, will then have knock-on effects on the people who went in the profession afterwards. I think the underlying theme that COVID has taught us all is kind of resilience. And, you know, we, we have been resilient through it in terms of our studies and things. And then again, with, with these new announcements... And as Brona said, I think it will prepare us to be resilient as we enter the profession. And there is a huge task that faces us in terms of patients that are needing dental treatment because they've been left so long without. And those issues that are potentially with the workforce in terms of people retiring and then not being replaced with those new cohorts going through on time. See, I think the, this whole COVID situation has sort of hit dentistry as a profession pretty hard. Um, not only those that are working already, but us as students and those that are entering the profession too. But I think it really highlights how resilient we've been and adapted to the situation and coped with the situation too. It's been quite sort of a daunting episode I feel but hopefully this is giving you guys some information about what's happening and how we feel about it but like I say we're all getting there in the end and it's going to work out for the best. So we've talked a lot about our own personal experiences throughout Covid and how that's impacted all of us at dental school and we've given some insight into how this might affect people at the end of their career but also those that are considering dentistry and are looking to apply to dentistry in the future. The information that we've spoken about is as we've interpreted it and as it's been published at the time of recording this episode, so is subject to change in the future if anything does change or the pandemic goes in a slightly different way than anticipated. Thanks for joining us again for this episode on COVID, guys. We've really enjoyed having you. No, that was good. Thank you. That was fun. We are really enjoying making these episodes and we hope you have found them interesting and learned a little more about dentistry. And you can follow us on Instagram at dental underscore appointment to keep up to date with us. Until our next episode. Bye. Bye.